Welcome to the Resilient AF Podcast. I'm Alex Fresh. I'm Amelia Jackson. And I'm Bennett Knows. We believe everything vibrates at a certain frequency, and we're here to raise the vibration. You'll hear stories of incredible resilience, manifestation, and what to do when you find that even resilience has a toll. Because a bitch is tired, honey. Wait, where's my alcoholics at? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm so tired of drinking. I think I might be sober now. I'm so serious. Like it was. Or you're just perma drunk. (laughs) Maybe that too. Honestly, I think I'm still like tipsy from last night. I don't know. Like, I just feel like I've just been like this since the bachelorette trip. Oh shit. Like I'm, I'm not well. I'm not a well girl. Are you going to take a shot? Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) And then Alex is going to take one too. I'm not though. One day Alex. Oh yes. I'm definitely going to make a drink. I forgot that we have the chase. Oh, chasers. Alex brought the bar with her. Yes. Actually, beer, Alex should make our drinks for us. But this time, more ginger beer than vodka. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, for a vodka. little girl, she's got a strong, got a strong ass, ass hand. hand. Sorry about that. Like, so strong. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, I, I used to have an alcohol. Okay, I can't say that. Uh, <laughs> I used to have, I was going to say my. Unbearable. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry about that. But for oh. an alcoholic, I suppose it wouldn't be. It'd be like just tasting water at that point. <laughs> Look at her, you're pouring more, still pouring. <laughs> no, I did pour I mean, you could <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Look at her. She I'm just dead. Can't help but be <laughs> <like a laughs> no, strong she's got drink. PTSD, so she's got to. <laughs> <laughs> her oh arms, my like, God. like <laughs> muscle memory. I need it. <laughs> muscle memory. <laughs> All right. Well, yep. Good morning. Good it's morning. It's that time of the week, the best time of the week, because it's a podcast. Yes. And mm. it's time for our peaks and our pits. So, Bennett, you want to kick it off? Yes. I will start off with my pit. I've had car problems, and I finally got my car to the mechanic. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Oh, Not good. Not good, because it's a pit. It's okay. a pit. Yes. Okay. So, basically, my engine's exhausted, which means... I have to get a new car. Fuck. Like yeah. basically they were like, Ugh. it's going to cost you more to fix this car than the car is actually worth. <laughs> well. So obviously I don't have a car, but a new car is in my future. Oh, so yeah. that's all that means. Yeah. You know, new car. New car. Yeah. Than no, later. seriously. My peak is Nicki Minaj. Her album is out Pink Friday hey! too. It there is fucking go. amazing. Oh, love I love it. Love, love, love Nicki. She's a boss. And mm-hmm. like the album's so good. You could tell how grown she is. Mm-hmm. Like she's talking, obviously keeping it like grown and sexy, but she's talking about like working through relationships. And there's a few songs for her papa, her, her papa bear mm-hmm. for, for her father that she just lost. Yeah. So yeah, the album's dope, and I got tickets to her tour. I'm going to see yeah. Nikki in Las Vegas. So jolly. On a Pink Friday in March. I am so fucking excited. So, yeah, that ah, is my pee. Yes. Oh, I love I'm that. For you. Are you going to go with him? Because no. you're a Nikki fan, too. Uh, I am, but he didn't invite me. He invited his come? other three best friends. Oh, no, I don't. Do you no, want to go yeah, together? Yes. Let's no. go together. Well, I wanted to buy tickets no, I'm to serious. the Seattle show, too. I've never been to a concert like that before. No, I would be down. I just don't, like, I mean, I don't care to go or not, Bennett, because, like, he's going with his friends that they talked about like going back to Vegas just them four together that's fine we'll go together okay. and then we'll pass by them and be like oh no, Bennett no. you're here <laughs> what you, you can't sit with us <laughs> no, no guys. you could definitely come the more the merrier that would be, be fun. fun it would let's yeah. do that I'm down no buy the tickets when March, it, March 8th International Women's Day so why not it's perfect oh, like I said it? Nikki is a boss oh all right what's good with you Amelia all right so I'm gonna start with my pit it's kind of long sure. like is that it fine? Long. okay <laughs> <laughs> 
so I actually have two. My first one is this morning I fucking woke up late and I Again. hate waking up late. It makes my stomach hurt. It gives me diarrhea. I fucking hate being oh, late. No. Yeah. So that was one pit. My other pit is I went to a bachelorette trip, right? I've never been on a bachelorette trip, so this is actually like my first time. Um, but I was told by other people as I was crying to them and complaining to them about how this bachelorette trip went. They're like, well, there's always gotta be a cat fight. And I'm like, okay, so I guess this is like normal. You know, having like nine girls, all different, you know, personalities, whatever. I guess it's bound to happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Luckily, I was not part of the cat fight, okay. thank God. But someone ended up getting kicked out of the wedding over this. Yeah. Wait, how many bridesmaids were there? There was nine. Total? That Total. Was in the wedding? Yes. That's a big ass and party. Yes, big party, and every single person is considered that bride's best friend too. So it was well, like, like when you have a bachelor party, like sometimes not everybody who's at the bachelor party is actually in the wedding. Exactly. So, but all of them were. All of them were, except for one girl. She wasn't in the like she was helping with the wedding, like the setup, the teardown, all that stuff, getting things together. And then the other girl that got kicked out, obviously she wasn't in the wedding anymore. But yeah, it was a big Damn. trip. Yeah, Wait, yeah. So why what, did like, she get kicked I wanna, out? I want to know about this fight. Like, okay, yeah. so Friday was fine. I was sick. Like I was not okay. I had a migraine, whatever. So Friday was really chill. The rest of the girls got in super late. So it was like five girls that came in first. It was you know including me, and then the rest of the girls came in. Okay, so Saturday was amazing okay it was great the only issue I had with Saturday was that all of the food they did a Costco run okay mm -hmm. they did not ask me what I wanted I still paid for this Costco run which was fine whatever it's fine yeah. but there was no food. It was all vegan stuff. And I was like, fuck this. I need to get meat in my system. So I went to Walgreens. I got like breakfast sandwiches for everybody. I made breakfast sandwiches for everybody. We sat by the pool. It was chill. It was great. And we started getting ready to go out. That's when the chaos started to ensue. Okay. Um, they ordered the Uber really fucking early and didn't tell anybody. So the one girl that ended up getting kicked out, she got yelled at. I heard it. And I even was like, damn, that was aggressive. The way two girls came and spoke to her. I was mm -hmm. like, damn. That was a little aggressive. Because you ordered the Uber early? Because they ordered the Uber early and she wasn't ready yet. And she was like, did they just fucking yell at me? And I was like, low key, they kind of did. Like, That's damn. Like, actually a little weird. Kind of rude. It was like, a little rude. It doesn't make sense. Like why adults would be treating other people like that over an Uber. Exactly. Because it's like, we could get another one. I was going to say that. Yes. We like, could have gone by ourselves. And there was no like... It, we're not on a time limit. We're on a fucking bachelorette trip. It was fine, yes. you know? Anyway, so that's when the tension started, okay. okay, is with the the yelling. We get to dinner. We're throwing back shots. I'm trying to get the bride fucked up. I'm getting fucked up, whatever. The girl that got kicked out, she's getting fucked up with me. So we're there. Things start to calm down a little bit after the shots. Then we get into the Uber to go to the bar. There was three girls. They had to be sober because they're pregnant, okay? okay? So they Damn. had to be sober. Yeah. Three out of oh. nine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a bit. Something in the water. <laughs> yeah, there was. Don't drink that water. Um, we all know you weren't. Yeah. Hell no, I was not. Um, so there was three sober girls. Okay. You could tell, like, you can't have that much fun oh, no, at the club. No, no you no. can't. Anyway, so they're sitting down. They're watching us get crazy, whatever. Then me and the girl, we keep leaving because we're kind of bored at this point. There's nobody there yet. We want to wait until the club gets crazy. So we go take a shot somewhere else. We come back. We're gone for maybe like 10 minutes, whatever. We leave to go play basketball, whatever, blah, 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 right? The bride comes up to me and she goes, they're saying you're doing coke. I was like, what? 
what are you talking about? No, we're not. I was like, did you tell them? Like, we're not. She was like, it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. And I was like, no, but like, I want them to know, like, I'm not, I'm just fun on my own. You know, like I'm not doing it and I've never even fucking done it. And if I was doing it, I'd share it with all you bitches. Like I really would. Right. So I went up to the girls and I was like, hey, you guys know I don't do coke. And again, it's not even that big of a deal. Like I don't care. But I was cracking up laughing. I was like, you guys know I'm not doing coke. They're like, no, we didn't say that. We didn't say that. And I was like, no, but you did. Because yeah. the bride said you, you did. You actually did though. Yeah. I was like, but you did. And I was like, it's okay. I just want you guys to know, like, I'm not doing that. And they're like, oh, we just didn't know because you they can't believe it. No, they didn't believe me, which was fine. I mean, whatever. But anyway, so then another rumor ensued. Someone was kissing someone when they weren't. And she did not handle it like how I handled the rumors. She did not laugh at all. She got a little upset. She felt bullied and she didn't like it. So hmm. she kind of avoided the rest of the girls. Yikes. She was kind of like, you know, just yeah. keeping the peace mm. within herself, which was fine, you yeah. know, whatever. But then we leave and in the Uber home, they start fighting. One of the girls. Ooh, like the bride and the girl who and the girl. was accused of Yes, pissing. because she was like, you didn't stand up for me. What the fuck? Like she, I. They're all best friends. She's like, you're my yes. best friend. Yes. That's You're exa- my best friend. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to protect me. Exactly. And the other one's like, well, I'm her best friend too. Yes. Yes. We're all best friends. We're all best friends. We're all her best friends. You can't have that many <laughs> best friends. <laughs> like you can't do it. But like, yes. Yeah, so that's what happened. And it started just going south, completely south. Okay. And I'm sitting here, I'm cracking up laughing because I'm fucking drunk. I was not helping the situation at all. The poor Uber driver is just like, what the fuck did I get myself into? They started full on fighting in the, in the fucking mother-in-law and it didn't go well from there. Luckily that was our last night. We didn't have to deal with it anymore. But then when we get back here, there was texts exchanged. And that's when texting can be misconstrued. Like it it really can. Uh, Totally. Yes. Because even when I text people, sometimes they're like, do you have an attitude? I'm like, no, I'm I'm literally just texting you as fast as I can. You never know, honestly, in text. You don't. You can't. And so they did not make phone calls, which I was trying to tell them. Call each other. Do not text each other. Like, stop. Because literally their friendship was over at this point. And I was like, it doesn't need to be that serious. It's It's not that serious. I was like, at the end of the day in five years when you look at those two missing chairs from those you know those friends right. you're gonna be more upset about that than this fucking bachelorette trip so the girl didn't end up coming to the wedding that shows that at least one Fuck. out of nine are not her best friend <laughs> <laughs> at least one out of the nine is not yes. the real best oh friend God. What's your peak? That you didn't get kicked out the wedding? Uh, yeah, that's kind of a peak. It was nice. <laughs> um, right? Yeah, I did get to go to the wedding. I was still in the wedding. Okay. Um, no, but my peak is the trip because oh, yeah. I just, I love the sun. The sun was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I got to hang out, you know, and I met some really cool girls on that trip. There was girls that, you know, I've been around, but not in that capacity, you know, right. and I got to hang out with them and they're actually so fucking cool. Like, Aww. yeah, the two Erica's fucking cool. They're fucking bad bitches. I like them. Well, yeah. Yeah. Bad. So it was, I mean, it was didn't really care didn't affect me I was over it I got to enjoy the sun I got to drink I had no responsibilities at the time you know for two days yeah. it was cool yes I so, love that for you yeah well okay my peak and pit yes yeah. let's hear my it pit on Monday I thought it was Friday and then the entire week I thought it was Thursday on Monday Tuesday I thought oh. it was Thursday on Tuesday. Like my entire week, what, it was the up. longest fucking week because why on Monday did I think it was Friday? Oh, you thought Monday thought, was Friday. Oh, that's disappointing. Like on Monday, yeah. it felt like a Friday to me. So all week, like it was the longest week of my life. Yeah. I swear I woke up every fucking day thinking it was Friday. But um, <laughs> I did go to this, 
Christmas parade that we have in one of the cities around here and that they do every single year. They yeah. do it from like December 1st through the 24th and they do it every single day at 7 p.m. It's 20 minutes. It's like their own unique like characters and they ride around like two city blocks, right? Tons of people will go and I mean, I've gone with my kids, but I will never go again no. and stand down there in the large I think crowds. I know what you're talking about and yeah. absolutely the fuck yeah, not. Yeah, right? Like it's a no for me dog. No. But however, someone asked me to join them on the balcony and watch it <gasps> and it was actually so romantic and sweet. Stop. Ah! It was just really sweet. Best place to watch it and so much fun. Oh yeah. Anytime you're gonna be thinking that anything else is like hella ghetto now compared to that <laughs> right. situation. If I'm not on the balcony. Then I don't wanna be there. It was fun. All right, now it's time to do Ask Alex, which is yes. a segment that we do where people can write in and ask me a question and I can answer it. And people wrote in yeah. I love and they that. ask questions. So now I'm gonna pick one. Actually, Bennett's gonna pick one. Okay. And then I'm gonna answer it. And then I think we're all gonna answer it. Um. Okay, this is a good one. It's from Rakashi. What's That's up, Brooke? Okay. Hi, Brooke. She wants to know, would you ever be in a poly relationship or open relationship and one over the other? Why and how? Yeah, I would be I, both. I would do both. I would do poly and I would be in an open relationship. Weren't you kind of in one? A poly or open? I don't know. It was kind of open, wasn't um, it? Yeah, no, it was, but there was definitely like rules. Yeah, guidelines. Yeah, and it was fun. And I never thought that I would ever do that. But one of my exes wanted to do that. And it was with another dude. So it took me like a year to actually say yes. Because I just was blown away. Like That I just, that, that I was did, even an option. Yeah. And like, I didn't care to. Like, it was fun, but I didn't care to. Yeah. Right. So, but after him bringing it up so many times over that year, I'm like, okay. So I found somebody. What were like the rules? Because yeah. I feel like the in an open yeah. relationship, you definitely have to have For sure. rules. Mm -hmm. And probably in a poly one too. And I was like. Wait, can you tell me what is the difference between a poly and an open. So isn't poly when you have like another boyfriend or girlfriend with your Poly is spouse? like you're committed to, committed to more than more than one. More than one person. But you're both committed you're all committed to each other. Yeah. Okay, so it'd be like if Alex and I were girlfriends and then added we Jessie. we just added Jesse, but that was yeah. the only person that we added. Or you yeah. could add me too and we'll all and have then our yes. we'll all okay, but then we're not allowed to add anybody else, like sleep around with yeah, other no. people. We just okay. sleep around with the with each other with okay. this relationship. Mm -hmm. But an open relationship is when monogamous to one person. No, you're not monogamous. You're non-monogamous. You're non-monogamous, well, but see, you're you're in a relationship with one person, but open to other people to according me, to your rules. An open relationship to me means you can sleep with other people. Mm -hmm. Most likely you'll have to tell the person that you're with, like if it happens, but yeah. they don't have to be there, right? That wasn't like my situation. Oh, okay. okay. my man had to be there. Okay. Um, it never was talked about being an option to not be there. So like voyeurism. They like to watch you. Y yes and no. Like he wouldn't sit in the corner and jack off. Okay. But he would like be in the bed with us and like it would always be one of them doing something to me, never them doing it to each other, anything. Okay. But yeah, so it was kind of open, but like kind of not. Okay. We also didn't do it with another girl and I wanted to. Oh, you did. But okay. He didn't really care to. Okay. So, yeah. but that and then yeah, like for sure would be in a poly relationship. I think that'd be so much fun. Really? Honestly, okay. I think it'd be so much fun. Like think about that. I couldn't. Both of these relationships you have to have, one, you can't be insecure. That and which, you just have to one be on the same page. Yeah, and I'm just not which, there. <laughs> I thought yeah. you know I thought I was on the same page as you know that person that I was doing that with. Yeah, um, come to find out, I've heard this person say that I cheated, that I wasn't following rules, but that, that I wasn't did, you know true. doing things behind the back, and I'm like, bitch, the fuck, the fuck I was. Mm -hmm. 
No. That's why it's like so I important. I got the receipts to prove it. I didn't do shit. Like, honestly, like it actually was really disheartening because I would go out of my way to make sure that I was 100% upfront and honest about every fucking thing because I never wanted there to be any Animosity, trust issues. Yeah. And I wanted us to be good no matter what, period. Yeah. Like that was my focus. No, totally. That was my focus. And to hear that, I was like, that's fucked up. Yeah. Because I definitely am not a cheater and I was never, not even a fucking message yeah. crossed the line yeah. ever. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think I could be in either one of those just because for me, like I know I can be very bratty. And if the other person that my partner is sleeping with is not bratty, I'm going to be like, oh, they're going to leave me for this person because she's perfect. And I'm like a bratty psychopath sometimes. So like I think insecurity would get in the way for me for sure. But like we've talked about doing like, you know, a threesome, maybe one night stand type of situation. But I don't know, like we just even those you have to be like on the right page because I feel right? like I've I've gone into like threesomes or like open relationships like yeah. thinking that we were on the same page but like in your case Alex like it's like turned back on you like oh so why do you like that person why do you want to yeah. have a threesome with that mm -hmm. one like oh I know why you want to do that because yeah. of this and yeah. that you know yeah. so like it just gets like it you get really messy. You, yeah it gets messy you, your partnership has to be ready for yeah. that type of relationship and then I just know me I feel like people are a lot to handle so I can't imagine two or three. Oh, for sure I will yeah. why why do I love this thought so much though and you guys hate it no I don't hate it I mean I, I don't would, hate it okay. like I could do a threesome and then goodbye leave yeah, yeah. Like, no I would do it we would just need a contract because I don't want what happened to you to happen to me the you know what I mean? Contract. So we would need a whole contract <laughs> and an NDA and like all of that stuff. We would need a whole contract. Dude, okay, me and my ex, one of them, we literally would talk about having a girlfriend. Like who could it be? Really? Or a guy living who in our was, house. Who was the options? Was there any options? You. Me? I was not. I feel so honored. I know. Was I really an option? <laughs> Shut up. You should have chose me. No, I, you should have chose be, me. I want to be chosen. <laughs> Wait, was Bennett ever an option? To be my boyfriend? No. Oh no, because you're gay. <laughs> okay, so actually like about the open relationship thing though. Um, and not I'm just in shock I was an option. That feels so like you just made my whole week. That's like my pit or peak. That's my peak. Change it, scratch. Yeah, that. Scratch my I'm other like peak. Covering my face so embarrassed. Okay, anyway. No. But like, um, yeah, so there's that. But about the open relationship, like it was never like an option, like I said, to do it like when they're not there, right? Like yeah. the person wasn't there. But they did want me to be doing it and then him come home and walk in the bedroom and like not know. Like you not tell them yeah, that that try. person was going to tell my partner that I set up this play date. rendezvous. <laughs> yeah. Seems and oddly then, specific. And then, and then <laughs> <home>. it does. <laughs> my question is with both of these relationships, what is the benefits of it? Like what's the benefits of an open relationship and what's the benefits of a poly relationship? That's a good question, Bennett. I think that the benefit of an open relationship would be because like, I think, you know, love is amazing. And mm -hmm. I think that you can have a lot of connections with a lot of different people on different levels and just to and like I'm very like sexually charged in nature because I'm Taurus I'm earth grounded like and to only be with one person where like you could have like so many other experiences with somebody else is just I don't know I just feel like if you're with the right person who also is you know similar like like-minded mm -hmm. then it could work but I feel like a lot of people are not there mentally but I do feel like the benefit would be connecting with people negative though aspects of it I feel like would cause a lot of problems in relationships you think so I do feel like it like yeah. even people who think that they're okay and like it would be fine I do feel like it would it could cause issues and Polly, the benefit I mean you got a team I you got yeah. a squad I, okay that is what I think about like 
living with two other people who I love would be so much fun. Yeah. Literally, like, because you wouldn't be bored. Like, if, like, your partner's gone, like, the other person's probably going to be there, maybe. You would always have two best friends. Like, yeah. And then I was thinking if it was a girl, like, that would be so fucking fun. Oh, and, like, be... you guys could, like, divvy everything up, too, because, like, it's yeah. not only two people. It could be, like, three or four. Yep. So, like, yeah. bills and bills, cleaning. Bills, yeah. cleaning, chores. Yeah. yeah. In this economy, fuck yeah. yeah. See, that would be I great. I see a lot of poly relationships. <laughs> I, okay? I feel like they're already, like, I feel like there are more happening. Where do you think that's at, though? Like, where are they hiding in Utah? Like, just told me, I had a friend just tell me the other day that she got hit up by this couple mm -hmm. and now she's in a relationship with them. Yeah, and I remember I worked with this girl at bar. One day she was like, yeah, my boyfriend's coming to pick me up. Next day she was like, yeah, my boyfriend's coming to pick me up. And it was like a total different dude. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? She's like, yeah, they're both my boyfriends. Do they what? know? That's no, hot they girl shit. Yeah, they all, they all know too. They all hot know. Hot girl shit. But I love that. Going back to what you said, uh, somebody told me that like one person can't be your everything. Yeah. And I think that's hard. That could be hard for someone else to understand. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that like at least like how I look at it is I don't have one person specifically that's my everything because I have two kids, I have a partner, you know, I have mm -hmm. all these people that I love so much. So for me, it would be a lot easier to understand that. But whereas someone that's like not had that, they would be like, how am I not your everything? Like, you don't love me as much as you love that person. You're fucking them more than me. You're talking to them more. You're romantically and emotionally more attached, whatever, you know? So I could see how it could go both ways. Yeah. That's why a contract. Yeah, I feel like culturally too, like we're so used to like monogamous relationships mm -hmm. and like marriage in this country. Whereas like my dad, he's from Liberia. He had three wives. Did he? Three yeah. wives. Damn. You know, yeah, it actually and a bunch is. of kids and like they did it together. You know, it was so, like a little village. Yeah, damn, it was a village. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like I feel like culturally too, it's just like we're just so focused on marriage and mm -hmm. yeah, monogamous we're a little that far it's, like, behind. Because I mean, you think about it this way: having you and your partner, and then having someone else. You and your partner could work twenty four seven, and then that other person could stay home and clean and cook, and then you come home and you guys just all fuck each other, and then. But I was actually thinking about it with the person that I was talking to about because we were married at the time. Yeah, and I was thinking about it. Like I come home and like they're fucking. You would like that? No, I not necessarily like, like it, but I'm like that's something that I had to think about, and I was fine with it, you know. Like after thinking all the way through, but I'm like, damn, like if we have another person, guy or girl, like yeah, my husband could be sleeping with that person at night. Yeah, sharing a bed. Would you all three share the bed? No, I didn't no. even sleep in the same bed. Oh, so. each have your own room. Own room. Well, because of snoring, I, I I need my sleep. So I, oh, can't. Yeah, I, yeah. I sleep better I with, like just by myself. Anyways. Yeah. But like we had a lot of conversations about it. And that was like definitely hard for me at first to think about. But I, I was like, oh, fine. Interesting. And then I'm like, well, then he would have to come home and find me and them. Right. Yeah. It, it would be vice versa. You know, yeah. maybe you could all come home. Sounds exactly. All, it does sound do it, fun. You know? Yeah. It doesn't sound bad. So Amelia, would you, okay. Well, well, cause you've been with guys too. Yeah. And you, would you ever do a guy and a girl? No, <laughs> penis just is not, I've never been the type of person that penetration is my thing. Like it's just not, it hurts for me because I got stitched up way too fucking much when I had the babies. They gave me the husband stitch at 17, which that's a whole nother sick. thing. That's sick. It's disgusting. Uh, yeah. They, okay. Okay, so they tighten you up and they call it the husband stitch. They gave that so to me tighter. at 17. It's Yikes. disgusting. Yeah. And then they did it again to me when I was, uh, when I had my second one. So penetration has never been my thing. It's my thing. Is it? I mean, really? Yeah, no, I mean, I like, it's just not my thing. I like having thing. sex with guys. Yeah, right? you do. Yeah. And yeah. I just, I don't. And yeah, I, okay. now I know why. It's Shut up. <laughs> uh, no, I just like penetrating. Oh, really? 
Wait, so I'm how really do you wait, so how do you find out like what you like? You have to do it or you, you just know? It, yeah. Oh, so you're a top. You don't just know? You don't you're just know? You're a top. Okay. No, because I thought I was bottom at first. And then like when I topped, I was like, oh, this is what I'm supposed yeah. to be doing. So how many like, is it hard to find a bottom? No, it's hard to find tops. Really? Really? What? What? Yeah. What? I yeah. would I would be a top. I would yeah. want to be a top. Oh. I would want to be a top. We're all alpha. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would want a top. Yeah, like that's. Oh, are you a top? Am I a top? No, not in this relationship. No, oh. I'm not. Okay, yeah, I was with four Actually, girls. we're switch. Okay. It, not when it First comes. We don't do. We don't do like the strap or anything like that anymore. But like, I've never strapped her down. But yeah. like now, <laughs> that is just like clitoris stuff. I'm. I'm either top or she's. Yeah, it's just. It's a switch well, type. I was of. having a conversation with like four girls last night, and they were like, "Oh, if I'm with a girl, I'm. I'm definitely a bottom. No, I'm a top. I'm like." And I'm I like, don't really think there I, is. I don't know what that means. That just means that like the like what I what who's I, gonna penetrate what, and who's not. What I got from the conversation was like the girls who said that they were um that they were tops were gonna be the ones who were like eating the girl and like. <gasps> yeah, that's what I. And the other girl wouldn't be doing that unless you're talking about a strap. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a strap. They were definitely because I could never see myself. How embarrassing would that be if I put a fucking strap on? Oh my god! No, that's so ugly. I feel like a lot of <laughs> girls do it though. I really do. I don't like, like I it. I get you one at Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I don't know. It's just not for me. I don't want to put a strap on. I don't yeah. want to do all that. I've got my tongue is amazing. I've got a it long was, one. It was so. definitely what they were talking about, though, was the tongue. Was the tongue. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, then I'm a switch in that. I would be both. You would be? Yeah. So like when they were saying that, I'm like, well, fuck, I would be both, I feel like. Yeah. I'm both too. That's, yeah. 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 No, you kind of have to be. Ask Alex. Alex asks you, are you <laughs> a top or a bottom? <laughs> that, was, that was a good question. Thanks, Brooke. For real. <laughs> All right, so it is that time of the podcast where we have our resilient guest. And this week, I'm just so excited to have Jackie Cunningham on. Hey, girl. Hey. Party's here. What up? And Jackie is going to talk to us about who she is and what she's done and just some fun stories about her career. And <laughs> I actually do have a lot of super random stories. Yes. Celebrities I made mad, you know, that oh, said, yes. we'll never Let's be on the show again. And I'm like, what did I say? Uh -oh. <laughs> so nice, right? Oh, I can't wait to hear uh, who. Yeah, so um, obviously Alex and I became friends, gosh, what, like five years ago? Six. Six years ago? Yeah. Um, because she uh, was dating and is now married to someone that used to be on the morning show I did when I was at Kiss in Seattle, like for, I don't know, 2001 to 2015. But not married anymore almost. Oh, not anymore. Yeah. Uh, but that's how I met you. That's, yes. So that was a blessing, you know. But the reason that we kind of have this... <laughs> bond is because it's really hard to find someone that's been through almost the exact same thing you've been through. Mm -hmm. Like I did a morning show with my husband. Then we broke up, had to go on the air for like three years or two and a half years or whatever it was, you know, after that. And it's just not normal to be in a studio, a soundproof studio with your ex-husband for that long. It's just mm -hmm. not normal, guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's been like 10 years now since we split up. Mm -hmm. And we're just now getting along really well. Yeah. So it's, I try to tell people now when we talk about if they're going through a bad breakup and if you have kids together, like you're going to still be linked to that person for sure for a long time. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just go, trust me on this. Anything you can take the high road on when you can do it because it could be 10 years from now, everyone could be getting along really well and you'll kind of wish you'd done it sooner. Yeah. Yeah. Because now yeah. your kids are grown. Yeah. yeah. Now my kids are out of the house. Yeah. I'm a total empty nester. But even with that going on, they kind of, I think you can tell they're so much less stressed since Good. their parents can be in the same yes. room and we got yeah. we've gone on a trip together and yeah. I mean it's you know it just took so long yeah and he's remarried you get along with his new wife yeah. which is awesome I went over to my house the house that I picked out when, when we were married <laughs> yeah. for Thanksgiving
Thanksgiving with, yeah. and my kids and I were there. It was crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, uh-uh, girl. <laughs> no, I, everyone it goes, are you okay? And I me. go, yeah, I go. I mean, again, it was not easy at the beginning, but when enough time passes and like the emotions are gone, you know, like you just have to, you kind of have to them. let it go. Yeah. Cause I don't yeah. think it's healthy for anybody to just hold a grudge for forever. Yeah. yeah. Like my mom does that. My mom still complains about things that happened when she was like 25 mm-hmm. and she is just as angry at those people as she was when she was yeah. 25. Yeah. It takes a lot of effort and energy. It like, does. That it does. It's not self-serving but I think at all. Looking at it this way, I guess with the house situation, yeah. you could be like, well, I got to start over new. I got to start over completely fresh. Whereas yeah. they, yeah. they I didn't mean, get yeah. to fully, you yeah. know? And I'm sure it was awkward when she moved in. Oh, yes. for sure. Yeah, like, no, Cause you're I'm, like, oh, I love this cabinet. And then he's like, oh, well no. she picked it out. Because <laughs> like, well, you know? when I do, I'll go over there. There's so much stuff that's different. I'll yeah. go, oh my God, I remember that this was this. And you know, yeah. but it, it, enough time has passed again where I don't even really remember living there. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like a different little, life. Huh? Yeah. And we are very, very different in life as far mm-hmm. as like, he's much more of a disciplinarian and I'm like pretty laid back yeah. because that's how my dad was, you know? And so I think, um, yeah, I just had to focus on just my kids and like of our course. relationships, you yeah. know, like making sure they were super strong and they are. Yeah. I mean, my daughter just left to go, um, to Chapman University down in Orange, California okay. um, for their film school. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. But she's like sharp as a tack. She got her associate's degree. She just graduated from high school. Yeah, dude. Last year, she graduated Smart. with her associate's degree and then got accepted into uh, this film school that's very hard to get into. And she was 17. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Love that is so crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to hear, because that's Bailey, right? Yeah, I was pregnant on the Yeah, you were. And I remember <laughs> that when I was, I think I was like 15 or 16 maybe, and you were yeah. talking about how you're having a baby, whatever, oh. like... It was it's crazy miserable. that I've, oh, I bet. I'm I sure was it was. miserable because Jordan, who's six years older than Bailey, he just wanted to be born. And we've talked about this because his birthday is 11, 11, 11, 99. Oh. So it's 11-11-1-9-9-9. So he's like an angel number yeah. child. Yeah. He was supposed to be born like two months later than when he was born. He just kept trying to be born. I kept going into labor. So he like picked his birthday really. Because my mom oh, yeah. awesome. I love that. But I was also very small and never got giant because mm-hmm. he was like four pounds. Yeah. So I was like, people can complain about this pregnancy stuff it's so easy guys yeah. and maybe I didn't even really look that pregnant even yeah. from behind uh-huh. you couldn't tell and then of course I get pregnant with Bailey I'm five what five two five three I was just a giant weeble wobble <laughs> like I kind of look like Eric Cartman from South Park yeah. I was just oh, round. Gosh. and um and she was not coming early so yeah. I was just like oh my god how do people do this yeah like I had to do the show totally. from the house for a while I oh, mean really? like at the oh. very end they hooked all the equipment up and at our house and <laughs> I did fall asleep on the air one morning. You did? Oh, that's so funny. I was like so miserable. I couldn't sleep at night. And then you're still getting up at what, like 5, 5.30. So I'd be in our office and I had this big leather recliner. And I, you know, I'd have my headphones on and be listening. But we went to commercial or did something or played something we'd recorded. And I just sat back and was relaxed. And I just got so comfortable. And then whatever they were playing ended and they could hear me just like real quietly like. Oh my God. Like that. I'm dead. Oh, it was so funny. They can't, like, I hope they played that. On the, oh, God, yeah. I, yeah. I, I heard that. I heard funny. about that one for a long time. That, that is, is so funny. funny. But it's because you don't have those people around you right. in the studio to, to, like, keep you awake. You and, yeah, you don't even have that same, like, stimulant that you need around you. Yeah. I was just it's like, different. oh, this is too hard. I can't do it. I have a question. Mm-hmm. So how did you get into radio? Is it something that you really were interested in yeah. and worked towards? Or did you get on the radio just because no. of your ex? Oh, God, no. Okay, so you've been in the radio Oh, no, we met in radio. 
So okay, oh. okay. But but I will say that I, I do think he helped me though get my start in general because when you start in radio, someone has to give you a chance really. Oh, yeah. And when I met him, I had gone to uh, Mount Hood Community College up in Gresham for their radio program. Got that. Started working at Z100 Portland, but I was off the air. And then I met Bender when he came to do nights. But really, everything kind of happened organically, you know, because we like left and moved cross country and we both worked at radio stations and all these different places. And then when we were at Pittsburgh back in like 90... 596, I guess. Mm -hmm. They put us together to do a show together. So that's kind of how that started. Okay. So how long was that? Like from Z100 Portland all the way over to when they put you guys together? Like 21 or almost 22 when I was working at Z100. And then um, then we moved to Wilkesbury Scranton together. Which where the hell is that? Did you guys ever watch The Office? Yes. Okay. There was always a bumper sticker on Dwight's desk, Froggy 101. Uh huh. That's in Wilkesbury Scranton, and I did mornings on Froggy 101. Oh my god. As Jackie Jumper with Roger Ribbit in the morning. Oh, I'm dead. Everybody had to have frog names. names. Everyone had to frog names. Like Amphibian was a great one, right? Yeah. So that one always makes people laugh because because they all remember that bumper sticker on Dwight's desk, and that's where it is. And I mean, how many times in the office did they do episodes about how gross it was there? Oh, it was gross. Was it? It was gross. Oh wow. Oh, okay. Well, all the kids there get the first day of school off. Wait, I still don't know where it is. Season. Oh, Pennsylvania. Okay, okay. Yeah, Wilkesbury okay, Scranton. Yeah. Um, it's like basically <laughs> dirty snow for about six months out of the Ugh, year. I hate dirty snow. It's and terrible. it's there forever. It's like, it it's doesn't terrible. melt. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah, and uh, I remember I just did not like it. Everybody, it was very redneck. I just couldn't take it. But I was driving in the morning, I think, when I went to work. It was dark out. And I saw, when I got to work, I was telling my husband, I said, well, I did see somebody in the neighborhood set up like an, it looked like a nativity scene or something, something for Christmas. Like, oh, that, at least it'll look better then. And then I'm driving home and now it's light outside and it was not Christmas decorations. It was a deer that they had hanging to like gut the deer. Oh my yeah. gosh. Like, oh, I, yeah. saw, I just saw what I thought was like, oh, is that Rudolph? Like, are they decorating their house? And why was it, it was why Rudolph, was but he was dead. He, Wait, they what? killed Rudolph. It was disgusting. Oh, and so I was like, I, I take that back. This place is still horrible. Wait, so you guys were married then? Yeah. Uh, well, when we went to Wilkesbury, we actually got married when we went on vacation. We eloped, and so we just got married. And then um, after it was like one year to the day, like the day your contract's up, like you can't get in that U-Haul fast yeah. enough. Oh. So yeah, <laughs> then we went to Roanoke, Virginia. Okay. Star City of the South. I worked at a rock station that was in a double wide trailer. Oh, oh wow. I was Jackie Daniels. I hosted the Liquid Lunch. That from sounds the rock, like a from the rock and roll double wide. There were gunshot holes in the studio windows. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, it was a it was a double wide trailer. Okay. Um, Definitely adds character. I did have fun. Um, and then we went to Pittsburgh. After Pittsburgh, when we got teamed up to do mornings together, we ended up coming to Seattle. Uh, and I'm from Portland, so you know I was really wanting to get back to the Northwest and. Yeah. yeah. So what year did you start in Seattle? Jordan had was only one, so it was like a little, like 2000. Okay. And mm. then you left in 2015. So 15 years, which is a long run. It oh, was my a God, so many radio too. people Amazing never run. get to spend 15 years yeah. in the same, you know, market. And w- the one thing I do get sad about still with, with us splitting up and me leaving Kiss at the time is just that the reason, like we, um, when we first split up, it was like very, very cordial and it was like, hey, well, at least we can always keep our kids in the same town. Mm-hmm. Every, You know what I mean? It was just this perfect thing. Even though we're divorcing our kids like, with radio, you have to kind of go where jobs are. Mm-hmm. Um, but then everything kind of changed and it wasn't as great for a while. So I really had to make the choice on if I should stay or if I should go. And I really just did not think that we would ever 
speak again if I did not leave. Mm. Like, you know when things get just so bad and you go, yeah. no, we won't be friends again. And yeah. I just knew I could not, I just had to, I just knew it would not get better at that point. But, you know, look at me now, a decade later, guys, mm -hmm. I'm thriving. I, I love that. That's right. I know that. My right. parents still don't talk, that. so. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, there's so many people who I know now who are divorced and they're like, and they have kids together and they're like, yeah, no, we barely talk. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you guys still meet at McDonald's? Your kids are 18. <laughs> you know, like those, those awkward drop-offs. You yeah. know, you go, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm doing that right now. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. It's the worst. It's and I don't worst. even do the drop-offs. I have to have other people do the drop-offs for is, me. Can you say what the deal is with you guys? I mean, I, Domestic I know. violence. Oh, so. On his end, not my end. <laughs> even though. Are you sure? Should have. I should have. <laughs> I should have. I should have. But no, 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 no. I not on my end. I could have. I could have, should have. Yeah. How old are your kids? Um. So, well, I have two baby daddies. The first okay. baby daddy is amazing. Love him. Love his wife. We hang out like cool, cordial. Okay. Uh, second baby daddy. Oh fuck! Should I even say? It? Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> say it, the other baby daddy. So um, I have an eleven-year-old daughter and then a six-year-old son. Okay. Yeah. So that's the one that we have to do the, the awkward. Yeah, mm -hmm. the awkward drop-offs. Yeah. And I all mean, that. Bailey was only like six when we split up. So really, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I grew up listening to Jackie. Um, on the radio mm -hmm. and I never thought I would ever be in radio. Like it was never anything that I ever wanted to do or thought I would ever do, but yeah. it just kind of like fell. It just happened. Yes. Well, wasn't it COVID where you guys just started doing like podcasts and yeah. stuff at home? Yeah. Yeah. We started doing podcasts, which, you know, for me was tragic. Like I had never done anything like that before, yeah. um, mm -hmm. but I learned a lot and it was fun. Like I enjoyed it. Well, and cause then, you didn't have to really be stressed. Like yeah. if it's like, if you have a podcast, you're like, well, listen, if you don't like it, then go somewhere else. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it was actually so really, fun. really good for me to start in radio during COVID times because I'm very introverted. Like, especially at like a place like that where mm -hmm. there's a lot of people there yeah. and a new industry that I'm in, it would have been very overwhelming, but there was nobody yeah. there except people who were on air. So it was so nice for years. Like, oh yeah, it was so nice. Nobody was in the building. I think and it would be terrifying because I had to work my way up like from a tragic jazz station in Gresham, Oregon, you know, yeah. each place you work, you got more comfortable. Yeah. And so I can't even imagine starting my first radio job right off in the Seattle. Bat. Yeah. Like, it was on terrifying. the morning shore. Yeah. That'd on be the morning terrifying. show. Terrifying. Yeah. I mean, and you I killed it. I had yeah. a great support system at the time. <laughs> um, totally so. worked out then. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> there's a lot of dot, dot, dot. So yeah, many yeah. ways. But, but um, <laughs> so it was so much fun. But I just remember like listening to you for so long and like you're just so iconic, especially in Seattle. Are we allowed to ask why you got divorced? You know, I think when you work together, as long as we work together, something just changed where I felt like we were coworkers, like he was my boss. And they had a very successful husband. show, like yeah. for yes. a very yeah. long time. Yeah. yeah. So, and I really think that the show would still be thriving if we were able to get along better back then. I really do. For sure. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's hard to find heritage shows anymore. People totally. that people grew up with, we were on the air for 9-11. Right. Mm -hmm. When it happened, wow. like yeah. watching it live going, oh my gosh, another yeah. play just hit. So yeah, I think back to stuff like that. And I'm like, I really do think it kind of got blown up when it didn't have to be. Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. that, now that I'm past it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I really just didn't know how to handle it because I'm not a confrontation person mm -hmm. and it just felt like there was emotions were running too high mm -hmm. and just like it was not gonna chill out yeah so, you know so you guys grew you grew apart yeah and how how's that transition both like on air and off air for you I'm surprised you guys continue to you know well, do we the were show, so. under contract and but we 
when we first split up, we were actually both kind of like, yeah, okay, let's do this. We can do this, you know? Um, and everything was really great for a while, actually. And then I just, I can't even remember, like, where the switch got flipped. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it went from really good to kind of bad. And I, and the way I look at it, I love radio. You know, I grew up in high school listening to the Z100 Morning Zoo, and I was like, I'm going to do morning radio when I get older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love what that. are the odds that yeah. I really got to, I mean, yeah. it's really rare that you know what you want to do and you get to do right. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started knowing that if I was miserable in studio, people could hear it. Mm-hmm. And I think of women that are going through divorces or maybe they have a boss that's me too. And I thought, they don't want to listen to this on their way to work. Like who wants to listen to this? Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't really want to be there at the time, you know? So mm-hmm. I just, I did not feel like it was gonna just one day be better again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and it's weird. Now my kids, it's funny because Bailey was only six when I left. Um, and then I was over at Hubbard Radio for like a year, but she doesn't really remember when we were on the air together. Jordan remembers more. Yeah. But Bailey doesn't remember much and she'll always be like talking about her dad who's in radio and I'm like, that's insane. I remember Mm -hmm. you guys bringing Bailey so much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really hard for me because I feel like they didn't get to see me when I was doing the best because I really miss radio and I I love it, but I just, it's changed so much. You guys know we're doing a podcast. Yeah. But Bailey has to know though that you're an icon. It's Jackie and Bender in Seattle. You know what the funniest thing is that my kids think's hilarious is that there's a wiki page about our divorce that somebody else put up. Shut oh my up. god, it's so it funny. Right now. Yeah, it was like Jackie Mitter divorce and we just crack up what? that I'm going would you think I'd have to put that up or all right. right. I don't think it's super accurate either. You know? No, it's like some random person. Yeah, who just, like, all right. Okay. So like how things ended on that show, did that like hinder your journey in radio? Well, Is that like why you don't you know do it now? You know what hindered it was, yeah, I did kind of leave quietly and you know, then you get new program directors. You get all these new people in town that want to bring their own people. Yeah. So I've been off the air long enough in Seattle now that I know that most of the bosses in town don't even know that I was ever on the air here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. But the, what hurt me was that I could not move because Bailey still had all this time in school. Jordan mm-hmm. still had to graduate. So I couldn't just pick up and move. And with radio, that's kind of what you have to do. Mm-hmm. You get an offer. I got certain offers. I just couldn't take them. Oh. And then Bailey just graduated. Yeah. And now I feel like I've kind of been out of the game for a while. And it's it's just hard to get back in it. Yeah. And I'm not really at a point in life where I really want to move across the country to start over anyway. And yeah. radio's dying. It is. And it's, radio it's, doesn't it's, pay enough. No, I mean, that's the irony is we always made great money. Yeah. And now it is not about money. Like mm-hmm. it is like, I, mean, I feel like the people what who... they can get out of somebody. Like if you oh, could do yeah. seven jobs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was me. Mm-hmm. They were like juicing oh, yeah. me but, yeah. right? for everything. It's exhausting. It was always, uh, yep. at least being on the morning show was always, you know, you knew you were going to make good money. Yeah. But you guys did. Nobody else did. We, we did. Yeah. Cause we had an agent. And so it's like, we couldn't. My agent couldn't... was your agent. Uh, yeah. I know. Right? Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. And I think wow. it's cause we might've given our agent's number to yeah. your soon to be ex-husband. We did. Literally. I have so many friends now that if you my agent and I'm like that's funny but I'm not with that agent anymore because again all these things changed when yeah, um, I got like divorced well I just was like <laughs> I, I was really kind of freaking out at a certain point because I felt like I didn't know who I could trust oh you know I, I mean? bet yeah it's a Girl. very cutthroat business yeah and I kind of had realized at that point the station I went to after kiss that I kind of got set up and screwed over there so I was sort of like I don't know like is it smart to have the same agent that your ex-husband has in the same town did you or oh you didn't so I, I yeah. did not resign with them I think yeah. that's probably best. Yeah. I think that was probably best. I mean, he was a great agent. I was never leaving because of him. It was yeah. just, everyone was like, you, you know, you need, you probably need to separate. Some independence yeah. You, yeah. from yeah. the situation. And yeah. that's what I feel like is the most healthy is to separate things. That's what I was trying to do. Cause I thought yeah. if we had less things we were connected by, yeah. then we could work through everything. And over time, things would get better. Totally. Mm-hmm. And you know what has really made us close again? <laughs> it's what? super weird. 
but it just makes sense to me as um, he got remarried mm -hmm. and then they just had a daughter two years ago mm -hmm. and she is precious. Like I literally Aww. make plans to see them so I can go hang with Mackenzie. And every time she comes to my house, I give her anything she sees. Like she go, oh, I love this bowl. I go take it. Like, uh -huh. I literally, my kids say I'm Shawshanking her, like st like sneaking things in and out of prison. But I always That's like so go, funny. you want that? It's yours. It's yep. yours. That it is, is actually so weird to think about, Jackie. Like, I know. You guys have come a long way. Well, but I think they always thought that I had a problem with them having mm -hmm. a child. I'm like, my kids are now your child's, you know, they're yeah. brothers and yeah. sisters. Family, mm -hmm. like. Yeah, and so um, when Mackenzie was little, I found this cute little antique school desk, you know, the kind where the wood's connected to the desk. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I like ordered it because it was on the East Coast at an antique store and I finished it and I painted it. And I put Mackenzie's name across it and all this stuff. Dude, that's so and they, sweet. Well, they came over for something to get Bailey or something. And I go, oh, wait, I've got Mackenzie's birthday present. I go, I'm sorry, it's really late because she turned one. And uh, I gave it to them and they both looked kind of surprised. They were like, I thought you hated us. <laughs> and I was like, no, I, I didn't hate you guys. Yeah. So I think it was just that so much time had passed where everybody was confused about everybody. Mm -hmm. Like who, who liked who and who yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it was kind of like Mackenzie is what kind of broke the ice, I think. Yeah. Mm. And then every time I'd see pictures of her with my kids, it was so, they love each other and it's yeah. so sweet. And I'm like, when I'm gone someday, when I'm gone, he's gone, she's gone, those three will have each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I never wanted it to be like where they go, she's my half sister. You know, like, yeah. No, she's your sister. Yeah. You know, um, so I think that helped a lot too. It How is, old are they? Uh, Jordan just turned 24. No, 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 no. the parents. Oh, of um, you know, I don't know exactly how old Rachel is, um, but my, my ex-husband's like uh, a year older than me. So he's in his 50s. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she's And, then, and how old is Mackenzie? Um, she's two. Wow, I yeah. couldn't imagine having a two-year-old. I They literally, so my old house is like around the corner from me because we I still had to kind of live close to the kids' school. And oh. um, I made them wow. I made them bring Mackenzie over for Halloween because I wanted to see her costume. Yeah. yeah. But it was really a bonus, like for me, it was a present because I got to see my ex-husband dressed as Tigger. I want to say oh Rachel was dressed as a bunny and then Mackenzie was um, little Pooh Bear. Oh. So I really, they out of the car and I go, this is all I ever need in life. Yeah. Oh. It's all I ever need. That's amazing. <laughs> it was so funny, but she starts going to my, walking to my door and Rachel's like, we got to go. And she's like, but I want to stay here. Oh, <laughs> what does she call you? Uh, well, I'm just Jackie. Just like, Jackie? Yeah. Okay. And for some reason, she couldn't pronounce my son Jordan's name. So she's always called him Dooney. Dooney? Yeah. So we just laugh. Cute. Now we always go, Cute. Dooney's coming home this weekend. Aww. And then Bailey is, he just, she just calls her B. Oh, cute. And so Bailey actually got her first tattoo of a bumblebee on her arm for her. Oh, dad. that's so sweet. I See, know. and I love that because that's, that's so how cute. it is yes. with my first. Yes. yes. And, you know, their son. And then my son, too. Like, I just got a text actually that they're all hanging out at Nana's house because that's just what they but do. Doesn't that's that how make life so much easier. Makes it so much easier. Like I <sighs> love and I love Ashton so much. Right. Ashy, like I save clothes for him. Like I Are you, you gonna know, Shawshank things over there too? You're oh like, I yes. Bring if over they items will, you don't want yeah. to get house. Anytime Ashton's at my house, I'm like, You want candy? Do you want <laughs> chips? You want Cheetos? Oh, we're the fun houses, yeah. guys. No, like, I love yeah. it. I love that everyone goes, Oh my gosh, does it make you want more kids? I'm like, No, no, no absolutely I love not. her and she can come over whenever she she wants yeah. and yes. then I'll send her home with half of the and little trinkets on my shelf yes. and then I'll see her like in a week or two yeah no I love it because yeah. I so get to be easier. the fun one mm -hmm. and then I get to sugar them up and then yep. bye it's yep. kind of like I, it made me realize that's why people like being grandparents oh for mm -hmm. sure that, because it's like yes. I don't have to worry about her but I can have fun with her and I can I bought her the cutest or outfit like one time Yes. Because her, because yep. Rachel works at Starbucks and they do the bring your daughter to work day thing. Mm -hmm. So when I heard she was going, I go, oh my gosh, I found her this little toddler business suit. 
It's like a little. It's like a little crop top with the pants oh. and the blazer. I go. This is. This has to happen. Oh. And then I got her a sippy cup and I put the Starbucks sticker on it. So she got to go to work and she looked so cool. Oh Jackie, my god! Like, I can't even picture like you and Rachel getting along. Like no, this is we, insane. Really, the weirdest thing is that when I first met her, it was at a Jingle Bell Bash backstage. Like Jingle Bell was Bash. The last one wow. that I. Yeah, it was like I had one more after that. Um, and I liked her right away. There's like so we got along fun. great right away. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. And then just again, emotions got in the way, and everybody yeah. got crazy. And I think. Wait, um, she, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. She, you met her backstage because your ex well, brought so, her. Yeah, she he didn't was, work in radio too. No, okay. no, no. He was actually trying to be polite by going like, "Oh, I think you're going to meet Rachel tonight, but um, I got her some tickets." Out. I go, "You put your girlfriend out in the like general admission? What are you doing?" <laughs> and he goes, "Well, I didn't want to make you uncomfortable." I'm like, "Oh my god." So you were like, "I'm gonna get her." So backstage. she got backstage. Yeah, because I, I thought, right. "No, you guys have been dating a long enough." That you just you don't just sit around. Yeah, no. no. I, would, I would never be like, excuse me, if I was Rachel, I'd be like, hell no, I'm not gonna go sit no. there. I know, right? right. She was so sweet, and she was like, didn't know radio at all, I think. And I'm like, no, dude, you don't sit her out there. That probably was cool to her either way, though. So she probably didn't know. But yeah. whereas we're kind of bougie, know. we would have been like, yeah. I'm no not gonna way. sit with the peasants. Uh -huh. Well, <laughs> no, to my General like admission. future husband, I'd be yeah. like, my right? kids though, like we really did ruin our kids, especially Jordan, because he's 24 now, but he remembers never having to sit in regular seats. Uh, I love that. He remembers getting to interview people on the purple carpet at oh, the yeah. Disney award things or whatever. Oh. Miley Cyrus's 16th birthday or whatever it was. Uh -huh. Shut um, up. They That's always so cool. were backstage or in studio and stuff like that. So, I mean, Bailey interviewed um, Justin Bieber. Yeah. And Stop. the funniest part was at the end of it, because Bailey's very independent and she's like six or seven. I mean, she's really, maybe five. She's mm -hmm. young. And she goes to do the interview. And I want to say there was only two people in Seattle that got to interview him that trip and I think it was Eric Powers for Cube mm -hmm. and Bailey for Kiss. Damn. And she walks in and he, she goes, you know, hi, nice to meet you. And he goes, oh my gosh, sweetie, you're so sweet. Do you want to sit on my lap? And she goes, uh, no, I'd like my own chair, please. Uh, I'm so dead. It was so funny. I go, oh my gosh, Bailey. I go, can you just hear all the girls that are cussing you out right now? So for funny. not sitting on Justin Bieber's lap. Uh -huh. Especially Wait, I at think that that's actually too. so fucking weird that oh, he asked no, her. That is kind of weird. It is a little weird. Why would he? But he's like, she has this cute little blonde. I don't care. That, that makes it weirder. But how great is it that she goes, um, I'd like my own chair, please. Thank I you. love Good that. Good for Bailey. Cause right? Good for her. Because so, obviously you're thriving now, you know, and you're actually friends with your ex. Yeah. But at the time, it had to be difficult. Because I know <laughs> yeah. I know how oh, it yeah. is. I was just like, oh, no, go from radio too. So your world is yeah. like flipped upside down. Mm -hmm. So yeah. how did you find it to like persevere and actually continue, I, you know, especially in your situation where it was like, I, I can't say, get up and go. And if you're ever depressed right now, because what you're dealing with, I still went through a lot of times where I was really depressed. Yeah. I it's on and off. I've it's done just a roller coaster. For like 23 years, it was like who I was. Mm -hmm. And then to have that gone, I can't go anywhere because I our kids still have to finish school. Gosh. Um, it was really, really hard, you know? And I, like you said, radio has changed so much. So I have to almost remind myself that what I'm missing doesn't really exist anymore. It doesn't. Yeah. It's no. completely different. Oh my mm. gosh. Like we used to be able to do such fun things and yeah. just torture our listeners. We did Survivor where these poor people lived in porta potties for like 30 days. <laughs> it was yeah. when Survivor first started years ago. No, it was completely different. We mic'd all their porta potties and they only could bring like one luxury item. So either like a pillow or a blanket. There was this sweet Japanese lady that brought paper to make the origami things because she was so bored. I um, love that. A yeah. month though. What? And the prize was like, literally a trip around the world like there was like eight trips and Whoa. so but again now you go it's a yeah, whole new there world shit that like that not oh yeah no, no but Whoa. we got to have so much fun yeah and you know it'd be kind of crazy with people and then um there was some stunts in radio that went bad 
yeah. California. Yeah, yeah. Water. Um, the, yeah. The for the wee. Yeah, yeah. for a wee. Hold and um, wee. someone died. Well, it was just, uh, it was like, hold your wee for a wee, brought like five people in studio, and they got jugs of water, and everybody had to drink, I think, a glass every so many minutes, whatever. And then if you have to go to the bathroom, you're out. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. one of the ladies, I don't know how old she was, I think she was like 30s, maybe. She didn't win, but she's like said she wasn't feeling good, because she's like, oh, I don't feel very good. Went home and laid down and she died. Why? Because um, it's like too much water. It's like you're drowning yourself from the inside. Oh. Yeah, oh. it's re- it's like water po- poisoning, basically. It was too much water. How does she not pee? I, well, I think at a certain point, you can still pee, but I think a lot of, your body's still absorbing a lot of that water. And she was a nurse, though. So I'm oh, like, no. If you're How a did nurse, she not know that? you know that you can't do can't that? that? Yeah. Yeah. And it was just, to me, I was like, okay, I'm not making an excuse for the radio station, but I also go, oh my God, you're a nurse. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how much water did she drink? That yeah. Oh, probably a lot. Three or four jugs or something, probably. Like, it was probably yeah. enough. Yeah, that changed the oh, whole I'd be radio miserable. game. Oh, yeah. really? So, like, from that mm-hmm. on, man. Did they get sued or anything? It was a criminal case, I think, at the beginning, wasn't it? Really? I, I thought whoa. it was. Well, that's why yeah. everybody. When had... did this happen? Oh, Years gosh. ago. Yeah, this was probably 15? what, like, uh, when the Wii first came out, two thousand like seven, eight, maybe. It was. Whoa. Oh yeah. yeah, it was crazy. So though. They, yeah, so basically, since that happened, like a yeah. lot of nobody radio wants to do anything. Yeah. Well, because every oh. lawyer that represents every radio group is like writing up price rules. Yeah. Cannot do anything to anybody. So it yeah. really did take the fun out of it mm-hmm. from that oh, point. Because wow. we had great listeners that would come in and do the craziest things. What was but, your favorite thing that you did? Um, I did. <laughs> I'm kind of twisted. So a lot of times if we needed to come up with an idea, I'd be like, well, why don't we do this? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone goes, well, what do you mean? I go, let's do this. <laughs> and I'm like kind of a psycho. And I said, let's do a contest where we put a bunch of people in a giant gerbil cage and make them live like a gerbil. <laughs> and we basically took an empty storefront at a mall, filled it with like, you know, the chipped bark stuff. Oh yeah, yeah like mall. the wood chips, yeah. yeah. Basically, each of them had their own water thing on the wall that you had, like cows oh would drink God. from, like with your tongue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like your gerbil. Um, we had a, a treadmill with the little thing so they could get their exercise. Um, they only got to eat like seeds, maybe some fruits. Some for nuts. how long? Um, they stayed in for a good couple weeks, I well, think. No, they oh, didn't. Oh my yeah. God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, you have to just torture them to get them to leave. And I remember one night we played Wham's Wake Me Up Before You Go Go over and over. Oh my God. From like nine o'clock at night to like we went on at six in the morning and they were oh. probably just like I'm gonna kill myself oh, oh. yeah yeah but I would have really been so fun. snatched after dumbest, that though and then you guys would like call in, in and get updates and well stuff. we would have them mic'd everything would be okay, mic'd yeah. so we could little contests with them and make them do Look competitions and stuff but it was just the stupidest stuff that always made me laugh what did they yeah. win um, that was also some trips I think but I can't remember it wasn't as good as the trip around the world yeah they were already starting to get a little cheaper you know but, like people will do anything for these prizes yeah what else can we make them oh, do? Yeah. Wow. Oh, and a lot of gross things. Like, um, to this day, I don't know how these people did it, where that girl in studio had to eat the Madagascar hissing cockroaches. Nope. Like, literally, they would nope. walk onto like their tongue. Like, fear factor. Walk onto their tongue. Absolutely you not. Feel it. You, oh. Going down. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What? I know. I'm like, uh, there's not a single that celebrity That was in the 2000s, the though, planet. right? Yeah. You could do whatever you we wanted in the 2000s. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was crazy. And yeah. Like, you guys did such a good job together, too, you and Bender. Like, it was just such a good show. You guys, every single morning showed up, and it was just good. Like, not a lot of people can actually do that. No, and that's why re- I have like, such good memories of it, too. Especially I after think, the fact. Like, yeah. that's the part that's, like, getting yeah. me, that you guys, mm-hmm. after the fact, it was still yeah. continue such a good to show. do mm-hmm. yeah. what you did. And, and, well, you know what? I'm sort of a... 
I'm someone that I feel like every day I wake up and I kind of just, my brain resets or something. Yeah. But then if I get to work in someone else in a bad mood, I start feeling it. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm kind of non-confrontational, so I don't like that. Yeah. yeah. So when I am on the air, I really like to, I like just want everyone to have fun and laugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's why we went into radio. What is something about radio that people would be surprised to hear? Um, well, I think a lot of people don't know how things go down. You know what I mean? You probably disappeared one day, right? Yeah. Rest in peace, yeah. friend. Yeah. And, and basically, there's this way of just like erasing that you were ever there. Yeah. You know? Well, what we do too Snap is if you lose your radio job, you have to put audio together and you make an air check and you send that out to stations, right? Well, when I was trying to do that, I actually did get a cease and desist letter from my old company saying, sorry, we own that. We own all your audio from the last yep. 15 years. Yep. They own every show I did so I couldn't make a resume. You know what I yeah. mean? And you also Are don't you have, serious? they don't give what? you the opportunity to... No, because usually oh, yeah, it's you like, walk in and hey, it's can like, we talk to you after the show? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, they fire you, literally, you'll do a show and then you think everything's great and then you basically have to pack yourself up that I got let go halfway in, the middle. halfway in the middle of the show. In the middle, in the middle of, of the, the show. show. Who does Why? It in the middle Why at 9am? In yeah. the middle of the show I started. And with morning start, you also go seriously you let me get up again at 4 a.m yeah that's fucked just, up just for that me to come in and get up. fired and i, I mean no. i can't say anything i don't yeah. know if you were able to say anything but like no was- god no no i had no. to um i just had to take a job at another station and i had to go away the way i did if i wanted to stay in seattle you know but it's uh yeah i think people would be surprised at it's so fun when it's fun and it's so ugly when it's ugly yep mm, you know isn't that the truth and i do mm-hmm. think that there's such a great opportunity now for people to do podcasts and to get out there that would never have had a chance to get on the air. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like never. And there's some really funny podcasts, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I keep telling my son, I'm like, you got to do podcasts because he has a YouTube channel. For sure. And I'm like, they're just just as twisted as I am. So yeah. I'm like, you really should do one, Jordan. Yeah. Do you so, think that's why radio's dying though? Is because we've found other ways to well, become well, <laughs> influencers or become like, yeah. you know, famous in a sense, quote unquote, yeah. is by having podcasts, YouTube's. Yeah. TikToks even. Yeah, my son's an influencer. I always mm-hmm. make fun of him. Yeah. Our big favorite joke is when we're just sitting there at home and I go, God, I just love creating content. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go create some content? Yeah. God, I love it. Well, <laughs> but it seems so dorky. We're yeah. Like, they're like, what does your son do? I go, he's a, a YouTuber. He's a, a content, content creator. creator. Yeah, That's yeah, where yeah. kind of the joke mm-hmm. came from. I gotta love creating content. It's so funny. <laughs> um, but, yeah. but no, I do think it was sort of a perfect storm, I think. It was companies getting cheaper. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it was a show of five people, now it's two. Oh, yeah. can't have a producer. Like, so they just kept getting cheaper yeah. and cheaper and they would whittle away at shows that listeners really liked. And then they would bring in some replacement that nobody knew. Right. But, but maybe Too many changes. In, yeah, piped mm. in from another city that people have no loyalty to. Yeah. And it was just changed. They were changing stuff too much, I but think. But what I feel like also happened was like in cars, Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. Like people started listening to their Bluetooth. Yep. That's so true. And iTunes, everybody just started plugging and, in. Yes. And radio is governed by the um, FCC. Podcast isn't. So you can say whatever you want. Yeah. Mm. On Yep. That's right. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's, so I feel like you can be more genuine and people want to hear more real life things, even though yeah. the radio is funny and like, yeah, you but know. now remember we used to be on the air and maybe play what four songs the whole show. Yeah. We would be just being doing crazy things. No, seriously. Now it's like companies are kind of telling the morning shows and people to like shut up basically and play music. But like, you're not giving anybody anything that they have to be there for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you can listen to that music on, on your, your own with your phone plugging. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. So it doesn't make sense to me that they're putting everything into just the music that's played 
need when we can get that anywhere. It's crazy. It should be the talent that's what that you put money into because exactly. that's the only way you can set yourself aside from someone else. A hundred percent. Yeah. Does anything ever go the what? way that we know common sense wise it should <laughs> right? go? No. Well, look at who's in charge. Yes. I mean, it's crazy. Like I literally can look over people I've worked with for 20 something years sure. and I'll go, the ones that were really not as creative, not very good. They're the ones that are still employed because they don't make waves. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Super generic. But as soon as you do or say something mm-hmm. or you Super generic, non-threatening. They'll pay them hardly anything. And mm-hmm. so it's just, they've really just diluted it. You know, where if someone loves listening to you guys, then that's, they're just going to plug in their car yeah. and just listen. Yeah. You know? No, that's so true. I listen so to Dateline now. When I'm on road trips, I'll see my friends in Oregon. I'll go, I'll see you guys in three Datelines. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do because <laughs> I'm like, I can't listen to radio as much anymore because it makes me uncomfortable almost. Does it? Why? Yeah. Well, because I did it for so long. Yeah. And so almost every station in Seattle, I know someone. Yeah. And so it just feels awkward for me to did, listen. Did you ever listen to me when I was on? Um, I only listened a couple times, but that wasn't because of you. That was because I didn't have to wake up so early anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah, but, no, for sure. Yeah, but no, it's just, it feels, it's kind of FOMO, but not really. Mm-hmm. It's just when you know the people, like, I don't know how any actors can watch movies with all their friends in them. Cause I'd be like, I couldn't enjoy another movie ever again. It's uh, like yeah. you watch it or you listen to it differently too. Yeah, Cause yeah. you know that person. Like, so yeah, it doesn't, it's not as genuine for me yeah. to, be able to listen and enjoy mm-hmm. it. I think. What you advice know? would you give to like somebody that maybe going through something similar, obviously not radio. It could be but radio, like working but with a spouse that, working or, with a spouse or, or just or having just, their life turned upside, yeah, turned down. upside down. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I feel like I just look back and I, I think I just really kept trying to keep my focus on my kids, Jordan Bailey. And like, as long as they don't have to leave school, you know, just wanted to get them through school. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I don't know. It's weird because I've missed radio, but then I have to remind myself that I'm missing something that's not there anymore. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. It's really yeah, weird. And so you shouldn't have FOMO because it's yeah, not there anymore. Right. That's the thing. So, but even listening, then it just irritates me. Yeah. Because then I'm like, oh, they're not that good. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Everybody has their opinion, you know. Yeah. But um, no, I just think the best thing you can do is if I could go back and do some things, it would be that I would think things through more before I'd say something or do something. Like, really? To not let people, no, no, not oh, on the uh, air. Okay. On the air, oh, I would never always okay, be the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, just when you're like, you know, with the baby daddy, you know, you're like, it's so easy to get mad in the moment and say something you mm-hmm. would regret. And, you know, and you just don't have to. Yeah. And I just think that if you carry yourself a certain way, you know, 10 years later, you might go, okay, I'm glad I did that. Yeah. You know, no, I, and totally. I think there were ways now looking back that I could have probably stayed at Kiss and, if I had just thought outside the box, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, but yeah. I just think, think about yourself, think about your kids. That's the stuff that's important. Like I could get hit by a bus leaving the studio mm-hmm. and have I made my kids happy? Have they had a good life? You know, I mean, I just think it's so stupid to be mad for, for sure. Decades. <laughs> uh, what yeah. do you think about the station being called hits now? Oh, that was kind of weird to me because I thought like, I never thought that if they were going to flip to a new show, I never thought it was Kiss's fault. <laughs> I, I feel like, why did like, they change that's it? that's the one thing because that's got some heritage. And right? that's like we, across the board. Like, I didn't grow up here, but I know Kiss. Yeah. Okay, okay, so me and the host. Yeah. Didn't they, they do it to Cube, too, though? Well, did they, they did. They, to yeah. pow- they went to well, Power. They it went yeah, back to, right. went back yeah. to Cube. Mm-hmm. But when we were starting, me and the host, we got to choose it. And it was between three names, and Hits was the best. What were, could you say? I can't remember the other ones. I can't remember. Like, was there like a a mix? 
probably a mix. A mix, a click. Probably. A fun Yeah. I was genuinely I confused. Like oh, <laughs> why like why they were changing it from Kiss? Because yeah. Kiss is iconic in Seattle, period. Yeah. Like I everybody knows Kiss. You get these business people that are not on the air and they or they have done too many research groups and they overthink things. And I think that the fact that when you guys were signing back onto that station, half of that show was from when we had a lot of success with Kiss. So I would have thought you would still have wanted that. A million percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted Kiss. Yeah. It wasn't up to us. Like, like we don't want to change the station's name. They did. No, it's so weird to me. I'm I always like, why would you do that? Everybody knows if you say, oh, we're on Kiss, right? They know they, it's 106.1. And every yeah. time I would tell people like 106.1, they would even in conversation still Go, continue oh, Kiss. 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 Yeah, yeah, no, I, I still call Kiss. it Kiss yeah. 106.1 because that's just what I remember. Me. Yeah. And I always felt the same thing with Cube. I was like, why would you ever fiddle right? with that? That's so heritage. Uh, did they change Cube to, yeah, to Power? Well, they to changed Cube to Power and then it went back to Cube and then so it I don't think I've ever said power. No. no I it think only I've for only said and it was yeah. I actually forgot about what, what it switched yeah. to for a while. Now it's sports. Yeah. No, I feel like they could have done just as well and probably even better That's what launching I, it with that heritage on your I side. I agree. Yeah. And then it's just, and the, half of the show people were familiar with from that station. Right? So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I was so confused with that decision. Mm-hmm. I'm no, like, I, I hated it. I've given up on trying to figure out any decisions <laughs> in radio or TV or whatever. Like, it's never what I think it will be. It'll just drive you insane. It will drive yeah. you insane. It will, yeah. because, like mind fucked the whole time. It really like, is people in, behind some closed door that don't aren't on air most of the time making decisions, and it's just like, yep. I don't know. It just never makes sense to me, and I'm like, no. I always feel like, should I be in programming? Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe not because they will never take my yeah. suggestions. But they talk yeah. about radio stuff, and I sit here and I'm like, what? The action? Because I've never been in radio. I, I've never done anything How like this. How did you guys meet? Who was? Who knew who? So we've known each other for oh a while. Yeah, almost. Um, when I was, was I pregnant with my son you or no? I had just had my son. And we kind of clicked on Instagram because mm-hmm. my ex, um, he was obsessed with her ex. Oh, okay. And so we went to a show of his and I ended up taking a picture with oh, okay. her ex. And then... We ended up clicking somehow. Yeah, you messaged me and then yeah. we were talking a little bit. And yeah. then and, and she then. was just the same type of like yeah. mom that I am type mm-hmm. of thing. And mm-hmm. we just. That's why I think we hit it off really fast too. Yeah. And, and we had a lot of things in common. Yeah, <laughs> no, because I hate like the clean aesthetic mothers that yeah. everything's perfect, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I, that's not me. I'm no, not a Pinterest I mommy. Don't, I don't think that exists. No, I mean, it's not. I do have an Etsy shop I open. You know what? Oh, you can there shout are. Out oh, I love that oh, for you. Okay, Etsy. So that makes me sound way crap. Than I really, am. <laughs> you know, like, but she's gonna tell you what she does on her Etsy in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually sent Alex a text this morning, and I know Alex was like, "How would I know? Do you know what size shoe your co-host wears?" <laughs> because I make um, Swarovski crystal. <gasps> uh, actually, I just switched to another brand of crystals, but because of Swarovski did some cease and desist. Are you people. serious? Yeah, you Wait, can't, like you can't advertise selling something with their crystals now. It was like a year ago they what? did that. What? Yeah. So she makes these Swarovski crystal flip flops. They're so <gasps> pretty, so cute. So like pretty. for bash parties, so and- I'll send you a pair. I just didn't know what size you were. Size eight. Eight? Okay. Uh, Size eight. Seven, eight. Yeah, so it'd be a seven, eight. So I'll send you a pair. Yes, Open it and post it on your social. I will. They're super pretty, but it's literally just something I started doing for my girlfriends and stuff. And then it just started getting really expensive to keep doing it and giving it away. So I was like, I might as well just sell these now. Yeah. And I've sold a pair to Australia, a lady in Australia. I know that's right. I got a Hawaii order this week, which was exciting. Lots of Floridas. Oh, yeah. Because their weather's way better than ours. Yeah. Yeah. 
all my friends here, we wear them all the time. Because I think when you live in the Northwest, you don't have to be, it doesn't have to be nice outside. Yeah. For no. us to act like it's summer. That's yeah. why yeah. I yeah. look the way I do yeah. half yeah. the time. Yeah, see, you've got People, shorts on. Yeah, no, and I barely, my shirts are considered like my outfit. Your dress. Yeah, that's, dress. that's my dress. And yeah. people always look at me like I'm crazy. And like, I'm like, that's cold? just, I'm like, no, hoes don't get cold. I don't know <laughs> what to tell you. <laughs> I'm just always hot. So I'm like, yeah. no, I'm good. I'm good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. So I just started doing that just for fun. And it was like to finance my hobby. Well, shout out your Etsy shop. Well, it's Blingy Things by Jackie. Blingy Oops. Things by Jackie. I mm-hmm. love that. Yes. And you know how you want to go, well, I feel like mine are really pretty. But I started, I went on Etsy and I was looking at other ones. And there were some that were just really gaudy. Oh, really? Oh, like with yeah. big giant stones and stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh. No, yeah. yours are super like clean looking. Don't you feel like you can and... just wear them with yoga pants and oh, like. So cute. Yeah. 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 Take yeah. one pair of shoes on vacation and not worry about anything else. Yeah. yeah. No, and they come in different colors. Ooh. You can tell like it's good quality. Do like, you like custom make like oh, I request colors? Every single rhinestone or the crystal on. Yeah, you do um, customs though. Like NFL yeah. teams, yeah. college, like. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. geez. Nice. Louise. Yeah. But it's always Murphy's Law that, like, I just donated, like, three pair to uh, Bender's Children's Hospital Radiothon, like, a week ago. And, of course, because I've made so many pairs in different colors, sizes, just to be ready. Every pair that the people bought from the auction are ones I had to special order things for. I was like, oh no, (laughs) yeah, but I can, you know, yeah, it just costs a bit. You're a really good human being, yeah, (laughs) like you're, yeah, like you're a nice, actually, like nice person. That's crazy. That's crazy. I feel like I try, but. I, don't I feel know. like you don't really have to try, though. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah. I feel like the world's getting kind of so ugly mm-hmm. that you have to work harder to just not be ugly with it. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. totally. Well, I mean, nothing at my house is off limits. We talk about everything because we're joking about everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we used to say things on the air that people would freak out about now. Oh, oh. Cancel culture. My kids will cancel culture me in the kitchen. I go, oh my gosh, nobody cares about that. That's why I'm telling you. In the 2000s, you could say and do whatever you wanted. Mm -hmm. How are are comedians nowadays? How are you guys? Has anybody checked on your comedian friends? Well, look at Matt Reif. He just got canceled. He did? He, oh, he's canceled, canceled. He's done. I see in the headline. I don't know what what he said. He was talking about like domestic violence, like making a joke about that, which honestly, I mean, as a domestic violence survivor, like it wasn't, it's not going to make or break me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was like, it funny? No, it wasn't funny. It kind of fell flat, but it wasn't like yeah. to the point where you should. I don't but know. See, I, how do they do their act with anything anymore? I don't right? know. Yeah. I don't I know. I feel like comedy is you know, the you grain of salt anything. on anything. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to be able to take mm-hmm. serious mm-hmm. issues or anything and like make it funny. That's mm-hmm. the point of comedy. And now it's like, you can't do this. You can't touch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to be politically correct. Yeah. And like, what does that even mean? Like, I don't everybody's know, so right? different. Everybody has different yeah. perspectives and thoughts and beliefs. you're not saying and, like, it like to be hateful. Yeah. Like, you're not literally a racist yes. or some horrible yeah. human being. If you're just joking about something, I feel like people should hear that. But there are some people that don't get sarcasm. No, don't. they don't but at all. But also I feel like a lot of people like are offended for other people. Yeah. Yes. And, like, and obnoxious. That's, that's what mm-hmm. I feel like. Because again, coming from someone that's actually had to deal with domestic violence like mm-hmm. I didn't get offended by it was it funny it wasn't yeah yeah but it wasn't for me to be like oh fuck Matt Rife yeah, like yeah. I didn't for sure it for really sure. didn't but you see it and you go oh he's done yeah. <laughs> no I was like yeah. Ooh, yeah. I don't know if you well, should have said uh, that I, totally. I mean like Everything... let's face it like there's there's things in this world like you said it's an ugly world there's yeah. like mm-hmm. there's a lot of ugly things but if you could take it and make it funny why not? Right. Right. You go to I the comedy like, show to laugh, not to like. Yeah, not to go to yeah. a, find a, a reason to cancel meeting him. Or exactly. You know? I took my son to his first comedy show in LA for his the weekend of his birthday when I was just down there. Uh-huh. He'd never been to a comedy show. I'm like, what the? Hell? 
Yeah. And he had a blast, but it's like funny because every time he'd see them say a certain thing, he was because he'd not been to one. He's like, can I say that? Oh my God. I'm like, I feel like that generation is so concerned. Yeah. So concerned. Because he's 24. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If he has one person offended on his YouTube channel, it'll bother him for like weeks. And I go, Jordan, I go, he has like, what, almost 900,000 subscribers. Yeah. I go, if you do a video and you get (laughs) two people that are hating on you in that link, that's two people. I go, you can't do anything without offending someone. And yeah, you know what? Okay, I can't even judge him for like that, that because I'm like that okay, too. Okay, two people. We were on my live. We were on my live like two weeks ago, and two people were mean to her. And oh, she's like, every, she's like, everybody was mean. Well, yeah. that's how I felt on air too. Like yeah. you would get a thousand comments of like people supporting you yeah. and loving you and stuff, but as soon as you get that one comment where it's yeah. like, get that gay guy yeah. off the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Dig deep a little bit. I've never Ooh. cared. Do not care. I no, don't and you it, don't. But the thing is, for me, is I'm also so scared of getting canceled because they're so easy. That's all I know right now. And it's so easy to get canceled. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think canceled culture is kind of fucked up. Like, I feel like everything like comes in waves, right? Like everything comes back around. Yeah. I feel like I'm hoping that the 2000s humor will come back. Well, the the 2000s humor. Do you think it'll come back? Yeah, because of podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Like already the ones that my son watches, I would say everything these girls are saying. I'm like, yes. oh, hallelujah. Yes. Yeah. 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 You just have to be yourself and not care about people. Yeah. Like yeah. That's actually what people like more and want to hear. Yeah. And that's so with. true. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what you guys do at this point, but I've had fun. I know. <laughs> Jackie, thank you so you much. You have to yeah. ask your final question. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Final so question? we ask every guest okay. what resilient means to them. So Jackie, what does resilient mean to you? <sighs> I think it is... Um, kind of picking yourself up and dusting yourself off after just horrible things happen and just still feeling good about yourself, not ripping yourself to shreds. Because I think it's very easy to do that. Like if you've lost something you love, like what I love doing radio Mm -hmm. and I can still every once in a while be like, oh, I don't know, maybe I was not good at it anyway. You know, and Mm -hmm. it's so easy to knock yourself down. Oh, for sure. And then you just have to kind of go, no, that's stupid. Again, there's people that want to make you feel bad. Mm -hmm. They're hiding behind a keyboard. That's so true. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I just think... Being resilient is just always trying to be happy with what you're doing, regardless of what you're doing. Because I, I really, your kids are all that matter. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that matters, really. Your family. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I just think you got to just keep going. <laughs> Well, you most definitely are resilient. And yes. I thank you so much for sharing your story. You've got uh, a lot on your plate these days. And so I love you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I love you too. I got to meet a legend today. I know. Yeah. So Let's much use that you, term so. very loosely. No, it's so <laughs> true I mean, though. I like really I got bullied really bad in middle school and high school. And I grew up listening to you on the radio. And it was like something that I would like, you know, I dreaded going to school. But yeah. the only thing that made me happy, my mom would actually let me listen to you guys. Because we we were super Christians at yeah. the time too. And so listening to you guys got me through like oh, good. half of my whole oh. entire school career. And let me just yeah. piggyback off that. Like Bender, of course, he's a great talent, but Jackie just connected because it's top 40. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know, the demographics, you know, women primarily 18 to 49. Yeah. But Jackie connected with the listeners on a different level on like, I feel like a deeper level. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I felt like we were friends with listeners and I never tried to paint myself out to be like, oh, I've got this great house and this. It was, no, I would no. throw myself under the bus before anybody else You would. did so good. Yeah. That's what people you know. love. They yeah. love yes. the real. They love yeah. that connection. Yeah. And I think that's what you just have yeah. to keep doing with your podcast is just be yourself, talk about your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's going to be someone listening that goes oh I get it mm, yeah like I, no, I had so certain true. things I had to follow today because of contracts and things that we signed yes. over years but I still had a great time yeah. terrible time got over it Resilient. and guess what everything's great now yes. yeah resilient you know? so that. even second baby daddy you'll get better yeah and I, oh. I know it will and mm-hmm. I just laugh about things and I just 
take the high That's road. That's what I've taught yeah. both my kids, yeah. and I swear, when I'm gone, they will survive. Oh, yeah. you have to be able to laugh at things. You have to. Love it. Well, where can people find you? Uh, well, I actually am selling real estate now, so oh. they could go oh, to my okay. Facebook page if they want to buy or sell a house. Love that. Um, and I've got my Etsy page, so you yeah. can do blingy things by Jackie. But yeah, like, I, I, IG? I, oh gosh, Instagram, I always forget which ones I have, because I have a lot of Jackie Nation, or Jackie Nation Radio is Instagram. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking for y'all. So what's funny is I have, um, everything was from when I was on the air, so I've got, like, even my Gmail is, is Jackie on the radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, like well, I'm not everything. on the radio right now, so yeah. it just seems awkward, but I can't, yeah. <laughs> everyone has it, so. Your at is Jackie Nation Radio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's where you can find her. Thanks, And girl. again, thank you so much. This thank was you fun, you so guys. Yeah, yeah, I know you traveled you super far. So uh, appreciate yeah. you. Oops. I brought you a donut. Oh, thank you. All you right. need to eat a donut. I did. <laughs> Good. <laughs> time for the conspiracy. Now it is that time of the week for the conspiracy. Yes. And we were going to do Egypt, but I'm going to do something else this week. I'm confused. I don't know what the conspiracy would be about this person. Uh, I <laughs> oh, I know what it's probably about. I don't about. know, but like, I'm I know what so it's excited probably about. to hear. Okay, yeah. so. And I fully am on this train with you. It's about Kourtney Kardashian. She has now four children. She has three with Scott Disick, right? Oh, what? no. Kourtney. Kourtney Kardashian. <gasps> Oh, I thought we were talking about Chloe. Never mind. I don't oh. know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. okay. So Kourtney Kardashian, she's the oldest of them all. She has four kids. She just had one with Travis Barker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Three with Scott. They broke up a long time ago. Scott was a train wreck, right? He couldn't come through for her, so they yeah. broke up. And their youngest name, Rain, is a conspiracy that people think it's actually Justin Bieber's son. I did hear this one. And if you what? look at pictures, holy yes. fucking okay. shit. Rain looks just like Justin when he was little. Like there's so many comparison photos of Rain and Justin at ages and they look identical. And the reason why they think that, you know, this is Justin's kid is because at the time that Courtney got pregnant with him, Scott and her were like not together. They like broke up and she was hanging out with Justin. Mm -hmm. So I remember that where they had like a little fling. It wasn't like official, but they were hanging out. Like it looks just like Justin. It does. Oh, I my this picture gosh. is crazy. Look at that. <gasps> That looks crazy. Just like Justin Bieber. 100%. Yeah. Just like with like Armenian. Bieber. Are they Armenian Baby or what are they? Yeah. Armenian. Armenian Baby features. Bieber. Yeah. No, Rain for Bieber. sure. Why would they? Well, obviously they would have to hide it because. Well, yeah. Yeah. She, she wanted um, the same dad for all of her kids. Well, then she realized that that's definitely not happen. Yeah. Now she has three baby dads. Look at me going around spreading rumors. <laughs> I don't know. Right? I mean, or telling the truth. <laughs> yeah. So you should have been on that. Is uh, that the party third this kid weekend. or the fourth kid? <laughs> Whose kid? It's her third. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they but think that's Scott's. Yeah. It's supposed to be Scott's. It's supposed to be, but people are saying that it's actually Justin's, but that would look very messy for the Kardashians yes. if it was Justin's yes. because Kendall was fucking with him at one point yep. too. I mean, they all pass each other around oh, yeah. to be honest. They really do. I mean, I for sure, after seeing those pictures, 100% think that Rain is Justin Bieber's son. Yeah. There's six different pictures of both of them at the ages, and it was just a spitting image. It was like a twin. And Insane. I mean, like, Scott kind of does look like Justin a little bit, you know, like, but it's just too close. I don't know, so because close. if you look at the oldest one, Mason, yeah. and then you look at Rain, they look so different. They like do, that. and Penelope looks just like Mason. Yep, it, they do like, look different. And it's not like, you know, Rain looks more like his mom. 
No, he looks more like another man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And this is actually, this is like Chloe 2.0, honestly, is. because yeah. it's like debatable if Chloe is a Kardashian, technically. Yeah. Because Chris apparently had an, an affair. affair with OJ. Yeah. Which that. Well, no, it wasn't even with OJ. It was with her hairdresser. And if you look at her hairdresser, it looks like Chloe. Yes. And she does, honestly, looking at her, she does look a little mixed. No, she looks completely different than her sister. She looks yeah. totally different. And like, and she has full on curly texture hair. Yeah. Like, like, that's a mixed baby right there. She be, looks like he, a mixed baby. But, but the hairdresser's white and she looks like, look up Kris Kardashian's hairdresser. I'm surprised that they're hiding that that's Justin Bieber's baby. I'm that's not. Like, that's like a cash. Ching, 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 ching. Chris Jenner will They don't probably, need it though. Like they already. They don't the, need it. It would actually, it would actually be like such a worse image for them. I that's think it I, would look so bad. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. If at the time. Is he mixed or he's not that's mixed? Crazy, but I could definitely see it. I feel like their family and image is so controlled. Who they date, yeah. what information they put out, when they put it out, what lies they're telling and stuff that like, I could definitely see that happening. No, they're so calculated. They're so calculated. I mean, if you think about it, Kim Kardashian is the highest paid porn star mm-hmm. in, the, I think, yeah, the history. Ever, ever. Literally, she really is. She truly is. And that whole thing was calculated. They knew what they what were doing. That. Like, honestly, I don't even know what to believe that story. I don't think Ray J th- put it out like that. I think no. it was Chris and, and Kim. Kim that did it. And honestly, I mean, they were smart for it. They were, I don't but know they wanted they to. Did it. Really? really? You don't, don't think so? I think Kim was so thirsty to mm-hmm. be famous that you know she was in that circle but she probably fucked ray j and had the video and told her mom or yeah you know what actually they were like yeah well because 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 it was such a shit video too like there was nothing it was like not a porn video exactly but also too you have to think about back in that time kim kardashian was paris hilton's bitch literally she was carrying around bags she was there she sold her clothes from her closet exactly she was realistically a nobody she was paris hilton's bitch but yes she was there and when you see that lifestyle and you're like fuck like how do i get into this lifestyle that was her in she already is ray j like she she grew grew up up with she did but not the way she is now and had she not put out that tape she would not be who she is today because that was not a thing back in the day like putting out tapes like that like i remember the pamela anderson situation she obviously did not want that out there so they did not make it like the way that kim kardashian and kris jenner did but that whole thing was so calculated and i feel like she just was thirsty like you said well i was thinking about her reaction to it because it showed right which is calculated Mm -hmm. but um i don't think kim is a good actor and like the way that she was like crying about it and like talking about it i'm like yeah she could rehearse it and stuff but it was like damn it seemed too real like how upset she was because she is very like she's pretty conservative she is but she's not and i do feel like she gets embarrassed easily for her image and i i don't know she's a libra she's very conscious on how people look at her yeah and at that time it just like did not strike me that that would be something that she would do even for clout but it definitely could be i'm not putting it off yeah i I just don't know it worked out really well for them yeah Yeah. i mean look at her now look at them now that was smart it really was it was a smart business yeah i think it was and even Ray J has said like fucking poor Ray J. I know he got the he got the shit in oh, the stick. Mm-hmm. He did because he looked like a weirdo, fucking pervert for doing I that hope shit. He's getting some like commission off of fucking Kim's. He hopefully. I don't think they did it. That no, way. they definitely gave him money for that for sure. Now I'm thinking about it. They definitely had to. Yeah, they definitely. You had think? To. Yes. Yeah. You think they left him hanging? No. Like what, they're probably we're putting this tape out. We're gonna yeah. put it out, make yeah. money and probably gave him some bucks probably zero he got them zero zero one percent and it's probably millions yeah (laughs) right and now that's why he's talking about it because he's like fuck look at them what the hell because he was also messy 
They are. They're a messy group. That's why I think that they would not say that Rain is actually Justin's because that looks fucking messy to me. And wasn't Justin, how old was he at the time? Like a young. Young. Well, they're fine with that weird shit. Like they let Kylie Jenner date Tyga when she was like 16 and he was like older. I want to date Kendall's boyfriend right now. But Oh, Bad Bunny. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's They're still dating? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, first of all, Jackie, her saying that Justin Bieber asked Jackie's daughter to sit on his fucking lap. Weird. That's so weird to me. She's seven years old. That's this so weird to me. blonde white girl. I'm sorry, Justin. Excuse me. That is hi- so highly inappropriate. Yeah. Think about that. Like when she said that, I did not get a chance to really kind of go off like this, but who the fuck does he think that he is asking some girl who's seven years old to sit on his fucking lap? Yeah, that is fucking weird. Because Where are you, the, Santa? He's like, like, stop. He's a, and he's yeah. at a radio station. Why are you asking a random girl you don't know to sit on your lap. That is kind of that weird. That immediately made me fucking cringe. That's what all of those uh, people like. I'm just it, like, that was so that blatantly so obvious. True. It mm-hmm. was so blatantly obvious. And it's probably, he's so desensitized to that being like creepy and weird that he probably just said that when he it's so- He was a kid so, himself too. Yeah. That's so fucking weird. Cause how old was he at the time? Probably like 17. That's so That's weird. He was 18. He was 18. He was fucking 18. Yeah, I don't like that. I would, no. At 18 years old. Good for Bailey for being like, uh, Hell yeah. No. I want my own gross. chair, please. That's good gross. for you, Bailey. It's fucking weird. I'm glad you didn't sit on his lap. Anyway. So what do you think? Write us in Resilient AF3 on Instagram. Do you think that Rain Dizik is actually Justin Bieber's son? Go look at pictures and you cannot deny it. Yeah. Well, it was a good episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. It was great. It. Yes, I loved it. Great conversation. And okay. maybe next week, Amelia won't be late. I won't be. I promise. <laughs> Live show in January. Yes. Yes, we're doing a live show in January. We are doing a live show in January. And I have been asked about it. And, you know, I'm sorry that I don't have that many details on it, but it's coming. Do we have the date yet? I'll talk to him today. I'll talk to him today because I'm going there. Definitely be on the lookout for tickets that are coming up for that live show. It's going to be a podcast. We're going to have a resilient guest on. It's going to be the same exact thing as we do right here, but just in person. So if you want to come see us do it live, then come do it. And come experience uh, Alex's strong arm with these drinks. Yeah. Probably won't be making the drinks. No, I won't be. But (laughs) if you want to drink, somebody there will make you a drink. Drink. Yeah, Maybe and they will pour appropriately. Appropriately, yes. <laughs> we should name one of the drinks yeah. Alex's there, strong arm. It's funny, there's actually a drink on the menu called the Fresh. Oh, and it's, it's a, um, Moscow Mule. I'm getting that one. A Moscow Mule with three shots. Uh, yeah, three. <laughs> Three or four, depending. All right, y'all. Well, make sure to follow us on Instagram. And I also made a YouTube. Everything's at Resilient AF3, but on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube. Resilient AF3, go follow us. Thank you so much. You can also follow us individually. I'm at that Dreas. I'm at Emilia Jackson94. I am at Bennett Knows. And we hope you have a good week. Bye. Bye.